So it's 2019. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. But before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start off at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. The company was actually co-founded by Ray J, and celebrities like Snoop Dogg, Melissa Etheridge, Cardi B, Brandy, J.R. Smith, and more are already obsessed. Raycon's wireless earbuds are so comfortable and so easy to take anywhere. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet, with no dangling wires or stems. And of course, they don't just look great, they sound great too. And they're perfect for listening to all your favorite iHeartRadio podcasts on the go. Raycon offers their wireless earbuds for everyone in a range of fun colors and at an unbeatable price. So go to buyraycon.com slash iHeart to get 20% off your order. That's buyraycon.com slash iHeart for 20% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buyraycon.com slash iHeart. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. I've come a long way with my little show. My little show becoming a big show. Got big stars in my show. Woo-woo! Your host, Rashawn McDonald. Each Money Making Conversation show is a radio talk show. It's about entrepreneurship and entertainment. I provide the consumer and business owner access to celebrities like the one to my left. CEOs, entrepreneurs like the one to my left. And industry decision makers like the one to my left. They in turn deliver. She's a CEO too. I forgot that. Yes. They in turn deliver information about career planning, motivation, financial literacy, and how they lead a balanced life. My next guest is a popular comedian, founder and host of Comedy and Cocktails, new author, actress who is starred in BET Heard. That's that channel, but BET that's dominated with uh, the Karen, the female voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, One Crazy Christmas, I've been talking to her back and forth. She said, I don't talk to her enough. When she was shooting the movie, we were talking about the plot lines. Real estate agent, real estate agent, can't yep. forget that. And oh. entrepreneur, that's why I really got on the show because she's surprised me with this new business move. Mm-hmm. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation. One of my favorite guests this is her third appearance on the show, live in studio every time, Keanu Dancy. Hey! Good morning, Unc. How are you? How are you? I am doing really well. I, mean, I, I can't tell you how well I'm doing, but you know, I was in uh, L.A. this weekend. I went down there for the uh, Mark Wahlberg uh, movie premiere, mm-hmm. and then oh, oh, uh, oh. you went to the movie premiere and then take me. No, because uh, people, uh, I only get like one or two tickets. I can't, uh, and then the and then the person who was the other person who had the ticket. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not that big yet where I can just bring a crew. I, well, you know, ever since you got, you know, on this radio show, you, you act real funny. I do. I you do. Real funny I acting, do. though. That's but what it's you're okay. supposed to do. That's called popularity. Popularity. Uh, popularity uh, makes you act real funny. But you're funny. And, you know, the thing is, you told me you was always going to look out for me. See, people on Instagram want to see how I'm doing, what I'm doing. But listen to this. Ever since you get to the radio show. Little. Uh, you uh, first you of all, said little. First, first of all. Didn't you first, call your... I can say little. Okay, well, people. since you got this radio show, you're you so funny acting. And you're a little petty with it. I am. Because, see... 
first of all, I went viral. You know, my, okay. my, my show, my, I went viral out there motivating people, stopping me at, uh, you know, at, uh, five guys, you know, I'm Ain't walking in Whole Foods, talking about changing their lives while I was checking out in the, in the express lane at Kroger's. I'm out there doing things. I don't mm-hmm. know what you're doing, but we're going to talk about it because mm-hmm. guess what? My show is about motivating. My show is about giving people and see all, all this, uh, Instagram or uh, live feed. I didn't invite that into my show. I got one camera here. It's for money making conversation. I'm to help you go viral more. Okay. Thank you very much. Uh, let me show you that. Rashawn McDonald. Good. Granted. Okay. Good morning, Unc. How you doing? I'm so happy to be first in your all, studio. First of all, you've been so busy. You've mm-hmm. been in, spending a lot of time in my hometown, Houston, mm-hmm. Texas. Let's start out with this movie. Let's talk about okay. this movie well, that you're doing. Let's talk about the movie. Let's do and it. And you acting because I didn't know you could act. Uh, shade. <laughs> Really, you know, you know, I didn't know, you know, I didn't know, but you know, now I'm gonna ask you this. Now mm-hmm. I've seen your resume now. Yes, you have. Did I see any acting credits on your resume? Well, yes, I've done some things, but this is probably one of the biggest movies that I've done thus far. Okay, cool. Um, cool. I am super excited about this opportunity. Greg Carter, which is my he, man. Yes, director. Fifth um, War director, fan. Yes, Fifth War yes, director. Um, from Houston, Texas. So it's you know it's a great thing to be working with people where I started. I started my comedy um, career in Houston. So for them to reach back and get your girl, it says a lot. Well, it reached back because you got talent, you got <laughs> <Yes>. popularity. <laughs> So that's the key. But so you didn't even audition for it. Wait a minute. The people knew I was already qualified, but I did. You know, he had a a part for me in mind. So, you know, yes, he had already seen my work. Oh, okay, okay. So so what as an actress? Okay, Mm -hmm. so you have so many people who listen to the show who don't get a part already written for them. Yes. Audition. Have you been through the audition process? How has that been for you, and what makes you keep moving forward when you receive rejection? Funny that you even asked me that, because I did audition for the Netflix movie that I have coming out in 2019 oh, with Marlon Wayans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so pretty but petty. Listen, here's the thing. Uh, it was a great, it's, it's an overwhelming experience because okay. you're not really sure what the director or the casting agent is looking for. Right. So what happens is you're just literally shooting in the dark. But right. the only thing you can do is be your best you. If you're your best you, you try to embody all of the um, the characters. When you, right. They're not going to give you a whole lot. Right. So they give you the breakdown of the character. They give you the breakdown of the scene. Right. And, and may not even give you that much. And, right. But you go in and you try to make it as... Um, you as well, not as you, but as much as the character as possible. Right. So the idea is, if you if they're looking for a thirty year old ghetto mama of seven or whatever, right, 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 you right. have to figure out what that looks like, and then you have to sell that person, take you out of it as much as possible. Okay, cool. So the movie that you did, Charlotte Red Carter, give us the storyline on that movie so, and your character. And my character is named Tiffany. Tiffany is a loud educated, right. um, slightly in the inappropriate most of the time right. um, character. She's also an attorney. so But she she dressed very, very, very polished, right. but she is hood. You hear me? That's the comedy part. That's the comedy part. Uh-huh. And I am the friend to the main character who, um, is, who had a one night stand with her daughter's fiance, which she later finds out is her daughter's fiance. No one knew this until the, the daughter okay, brought the on, man home. You past every, okay. okay, the, the Repeat that I'm going to repeat it. Okay. So my friend okay. in the movie right. had a one night stand with her daughter's fiance. But we never, we didn't know who the fiance oh. was because we never met the oh, fiance okay. until oh. Thanksgiving. So, I'm sorry, Christmas. Right. So when the daughter brings the fiance home, we're like, oh, right. that's the boy. 
So, right. and he's young right. and attractive. Right. And we're all eyeing him. And of course, honey, it was one night stand. The mama ain't trying to ruin that. She don't want that boy. She just wanted right. that one night. Right. So that's the, so that the controversy is that she had a one night stand. So, yes. the, so in other words, her daughter's fiance cheated on her. No, no one knew because they, they met afterwards. Yes. They okay. met afterwards. What do you so, mean? So the, uh, Uncle, don't make this look, look. See how complicated he made you. You get it, right? Here's what happened. Okay, tell me. The daughter, right, met a man, right. That was now she's engaged to. She's been dating. Oh, okay. But the mother met a Long man time ago. prior oh, okay. to them getting engaged. Okay. Okay. They met at the airport, I okay. believe, and right. they hooked up. Airport, as you it, believe. They, they, oh, it was, actually, I'm sorry. At the uh, at the uh, I'm sorry, sorry. They met at the hotel. Okay, cool. Anyway, he was coming out the pool glistening. Right. And then she said, "Ooh, <laughs> you sexy." I can and they glisten. Connected. I, I can glisten. I, I can ain't glisten. nobody trying to see Uncle Rashawn <laughs> glisten. <laughs> <laughs> glisten all over your body. Nobody wants to see you glisten. That's why I look my best. No, let me tell you something about that glistening. <laughs> First of all, when you get to a certain age, you don't glisten. Okay. After 45, there's no glistening. No, glisten. shine. no you're just glow. shiny and greasy. I'm, I'm, I'm shining now. I, I'm shining. I'm shining. Okay. I'm come out that, come out that shine. I'll be shining. Shining, that's, that's, shining, that's my best shining. look. Mm-hmm. When I come you out look shop. good. I like that. Mm-hmm. I, know I'm, I'm, I know it's custom. I'm just telling you how I feel. I see money I, on you. Here's the deal. Now your mom's on the phone. She is. The, uh, she was supposed to come in the studio. Uh, listen, Mama is busy. So the thing is, me. she had to go open the store. Tell us about this new business. It's a cell phone repair franchise store owner business. Yes, it is. And here's the thing. Now uh-huh. I know everyone has broken their phone and have been traumatized. Yeah. I will tell you a story. My mother broke my phone. Um, one year, literally, it, I could not get the screen in for three days. I could not speak to my mother for two days. I was so distraught. Remember when you broke my phone, Ma? You can hear me? I can hear you fine. If tell the people when you broke my phone how distraught I was. You were distraught. It just flew out of my hands, and I don't know. I couldn't That's usually it. how they, that's no. usually how it happens. No, let me tell you something. Your hand. That's she how it works. She swear that phone flew out of her <laughs> hand. It looked like she dropped it. You hear me? And I kept telling her, Mommy, don't touch my phone. Don't touch my phone because I don't have a case. And it shattered my screen. Oh, wow. And it was one thing that it shattered my screen. And it's the other thing is it shattered. And sometimes you can still use your phone when right. it's broken. Right. But do you guys know my phone would not work? My calls were coming in, and I was getting all these important calls because not answer you couldn't them. touch the screen. I couldn't touch my screen. Right. So we have been um, going through programs trying to figure out how we, what we wanted to do. We knew that we wanted to get into a business. We knew that we wanted to invest our because money somewhere. Because y'all were somewhere. in real estate together, We're in real right? estate also. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we were going through different classes, different entrepreneur programs and right. everything. And then we had a lot of different programs and di- different business ideas that came to us. Right. Until we met um, the, uh, the CPR people uh-huh. and we and i'm telling you the cpr um, program was amazing right. um, it gave us an opportunity to because we all have techno technical backgrounds right, right. so it wasn't something that was so far-fetched my mother is a programmer by trade absolutely and i, I work for samsung telecom um, in the past so it was it was, it was easy fit all right mm-hmm. so how did you find out about this franchise cpr mom you want to answer that question how did you find out about cpr franchise well i was working with a coach her name is susan her last susan scott with the entrepreneur source sources and um, it was right after I had back surgery and I was trying to figure out what I could do with my life for me and and my children so we would talk every day me and my kids Kiana and and my son Eric they're grown but I still call them my kids Mm -hmm. and um, we just was trying to figure out what we can do for us how to you know take money that we had and grow it and invest it in something 
you know, a lot of people, especially black people, you know, when they open up a business, they might, you know, especially nowadays, people were getting into hair or clothing lines or something of that. We were looking for something that everybody needed. And we don't only repair cell phones, we repair most all electronics. Mm-hmm. Tablets, so iPhones, Droids, we replace anything, computers, game systems, anything that has a screen. Okay, so, okay, that means that you guys are the front, right? Yes. How many tech people do you have? We have two tech people in the back right uh-huh. now. I'm the marketing person. My mother is the, I would say, the numbers person. Right. Um, my brother, he serves as our kind of regional manager. Right. This is our first store. Our second store will be open in spring 2019 in Duluth. That would be our flagship store. Okay, that's um, pretty aggressive. So it you, is. Really? So, so what makes you feel comfortable about opening one store and then opening another store? So I'll tell you the answer to that. First of all, um, I broke my screen three times this year, and three. it was $250 a pop. Right. My co-host, when I was on Sister Circle, she broke her phone four times this year, and we both had Samsung Joys. That was for $250 um, dollars a pop. Right. That was 250 times four. Right. So I'm thinking to myself, if within my little small social circle, right. I've known someone who's had to spend $250 five, you know, seven times right, between right, myself right. and her. Right. So if I broaden that, how many other people are replacing their phones? And then when you're out of your warranty, where can you go to replace your screen? Right. Sometimes you, you, there's no place to go but to a store like mine. Right. So come out and support us. We are at 50 Bear Parkway in Marietta, Georgia. We have a Starbucks right next to us. We're going to be giving away free giveaways. We have a 43-inch television, Samsung television okay. that we're grappling off, a okay, dollar cool. per ticket. So we're only asking you to support us. We're going to fix your phone, fix anything that got a cracked screen. Come through, support us, and we're going to have a good time. Okay, cool. Newsletter. And, and we She's as well and refurbished telephones. Absolutely, refurbished phones. Look, your mom. Your yeah, mom. refurbished phones. That's why I got computers. on the show. You be forgetting key elements. That's all right. Mama has got my exactly. back, honey. She, she said exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And I just wanted to point one other thing out. Not that we. I mean, we have. We are. We hired. Um, African Americans to work in our store, yes. and a lot of people, you know, we gave opportunities, and I think that's very important yep. uh, as a small business owner. Yep. I appreciate that. I know that uh, we're wrapping this up, but again, you, my friend, I got to bring you back in December anyway, mm-hmm. November twenty fourth is the grand opening, mm-hmm. and uh, we're gonna keep winning, money making conversations. She's back on the show. She's busy, y'all. Busy. Yeah, dancing, and um, I'm her uncle. Hey, uh. <laughs> money making conversations. We'll be right back with more from Rashawn McDonald and Money Making Conversations. Don't touch that dial. Yeah, we sort of stopped paying attention and racked up a lot of debt. Yeah, it was stressful. He blamed me for my credit card debt, and I blamed him for building that man cave. It's awesome. (laughs) Anyway, we stopped blaming each other, did our homework, and read that a smart way to consolidate debt is to get a fixed-rate loan. But getting a loan was brutal. And a time drain. So I was in my man cave researching personal loans, and I found Best Egg. They have an A-plus rating with a BBB, and Best Egg handles everything online, start to finish. And consolidate. Consumer Affairs gave Best Egg five stars for their easy online loan app. And we could be approved and funded in as little as one business day. I applied online with no impact to my credit score. (laughs) She always takes credit for my wins. (laughs) But long story short, she got an awesome loan, paid off our cards and some bills while lowering our monthly payment. The Best Egg loan was like a total fresh start. Yeah. Visit bestegg.com slash blue. 
bestegg.com slash blue. Subject to credit approval. Actual rates, fees, and approval times will vary. Watching the game when the doorbell rings and the delivery guy surprises you with a bucket of hot wings and a couple micro brews. Yeah, that's the feeling women get when they receive flowers for absolutely no reason. So when's the last time you sent her flowers? Just because you were thinking of her. And if she got your flowers tomorrow, what do you think her reaction might be? Well, you can times 10 that when you send flowers from the Books. You know the Books. We're the flower folks with farms located on the side of a volcano that grow flowers as spectacular as she is. Books are cut from farms and delivered fresh to her, so they last. And you know every day she admires your flowers is another day you're a rock star. So send her Just Because flowers from the Books with next day delivery. Yep, next day. And get ready to be the most thoughtful man on earth. Go to books.com and enter HERO for your Thoughtful Guy 20% discount. Yeah, 20% off at B-O-U-Q-S dot com and enter HERO, books.com. Woo-wee! Hey, this is Rashawn McDonald. Did you on my voice? Kind of like went, went south on me there. Hi, you listen to Money Making Conversation. I always like to promote what I'm trying to do. Um, it's really um, interesting what's happening in my life these days because... Um, the brand is growing, and you, I, I tell people all the time about your brand is that you have to be consistent, and you have to stay in people's uh, wheelhouse or in their face in a positive, consistent manner. Because people always think that, like anything is a one-off, or how can he keep getting these gas? What is his point of view? And as as you keep developing your point of view, you can keep maturing, and that's where I'm at in my life. I'm maturing and starting to understand the values that I bring to the stage. Stage, when I say stage, the radio, uh, uh, public speaking, um, like I said, I, I'm just so happy right now. I, uh, I did an interview on, um, with Tom Bilyeu on uh, Impact Theory and it's going viral and, um, people are, lady on the airplane last night said, I know you, I know you. I told her, yeah, I'm famous and I just, you know, now I just realized how ugly I am. I just had this good looking guy sitting next to me, so. <laughs> Hey, hey, you gotta admit certain things. See, see, when he, see, when, he, and, and back in the day, see, he come in a nightclub, I go, man. What? <laughs> I, said, I go, man. Why did he have to come in a nightclub when I'm in a nightclub? Come on, now. <laughs> let's, let's get this started. I'm very excited to have him on my show. These type of people, man, that make my life, um, make me doing this show worthwhile, brother. Oh, uh, my next guest is a 10 year, uh, decorated, uh, war veteran of the United States Air Force. He is a uh, president and CEO of CM, CM Lee Jr. Companies, LLC, founder of Persist Institute, author and international speaker. Please welcome to the money making, to money making conversation, Dr. Clarence Lee Jr. Very nice to meet you. <laughs> Very happy to be on. Very happy to be on. How you doing, sir? I'm doing well. I'm going to try to stay close to this mic because, uh, I want you guys to hear me. Well, you go hear me. You, that's what you do for a living now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So tell me a little background about you. Where are you originally from? Originally from Kansas City, Missouri. Um, barbecue country. Barbecue country. Absolutely. Gates Barbecue. <laughs> Come on. Go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, uh, originally from Kansas City, Missouri. Um, moved around a ton as a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad was my dad's a Marine, so I moved around a bunch. Um, mm-hmm. I actually lived in Marietta for a while. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but first dream wanted to be a basketball player. Right. So I played basketball in college. My mom was a nurse. She introduced me to medicine really early. Right. And um, I decided I want to be a doc. Uh-huh. And I uh, started going on that journey, man. It took me a while. Right. Um, but, yeah, I'm practicing physician now, joined the Air Force, got to fly jets. Uh, uh-huh. I've, I've been able to do some cool stuff. So, uh, so, you, you, you so do stuff good. I can't do. 
doctor, that's <laughs> that, you know, believe me, you know, I, that's something I could, that's a, that's a skill that I cannot do and flying airplanes. Yeah. I cannot, man. A flight simulator, I, I crash every time. So <laughs> it's, I, you know, it's, it's, it, it's a lot of fun. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I, of course, I, I you had can a, do it. <laughs> yeah. I had a, I had a great time as a flight surgeon. A lot of people don't know what flight surgeons do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was basically the, the doctor that flew in the back, uh, with the pilots. Uh, in the back of the jet, and right. just made sure that they uh, physically could do their job. So right. I was the the provider that could say when it was a go or no go, when a pilot could go or they couldn't go. Right. And so, in order to make that decision, I, I needed to be able to fly. And so, what do you think of your life? When you look at your life, you look in the mirror, because I I do that to myself. I, I always self estimate myself, you know, yeah. because I think that's important. A lot of people don't do that. Sometimes when I leave my home in the morning, I just walk out into the yard, you know, and I just. Yeah grab a few moments for myself to understand where I'm at. Right. How do you, how do you do that in your life? You know, before we start getting into breaking down I, the whole um, story. I, I just feel, I feel grateful. Um, I think my, my life, my life story is one of persistence, which is why I push a lot that in right. my messaging. Right. Um, but just believing in a vision that I have for myself and, and really not taking no for an answer. And right. sometimes, uh, it being years of, of no's. So, just thankful for the opportunity and the platforms that I have now right. and understanding the importance of encouraging other people along the way because people get discouraged. Stuff doesn't go the way it needs to go. But just, just gratitude is, right. is probably how I see overall my life. Now, the right Air now. Force. Why did you choose the Air Force? A um, couple reasons. Mm-hmm. So um, my dad was a Marine, right. so um, we didn't really come from a lot. And so I saw the distinctive difference between my father and uh, everyone else in my family, and right. to me, that the answer was the military. Right. So the way he dressed, the way he spoke, the way he carried himself, um, I knew it was a distinct difference. Mm-hmm. He he had an edge, right. and I and I wanted it. Right. Um. And so awesome. um, when when it was time for me to go to medical school, I got accepted into medical school, right. and, uh, and I had was my that at? Where was that at? Drexel University okay. in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, I had my I had my daughter on the way, uh-huh. and I tried to figure out. How can I keep going after my dream, being a full-time student, going to medical school, right. and still take care of my daughter and right. provide for her? Mm-hmm. And so I applied for a scholarship with the with the Air Force Health Profession Scholarship Program, and uh, I got a scholarship. They paid for my school, gave me a tuition, uh-huh. um, paid for my tuition, gave me a stipend while I was in school, and and uh, yeah, I was able to do it. So, so military has been good to you and your absolutely. family, absolutely. And so, if a young man was listening, or a young female was listening, yeah. or a person not even young. And one of the was sitting out there trying to find out a place in their life. What advice would you give them? Yeah, it's an amazing question. I would say it just depends on where you're coming from. Um, right. And so I like to I like to explain the military as as a as a as a hand up. So it it it's the ability. It gives you the opportunity to do things that for me. Right. I didn't travel. I never, I never left the country. I, I didn't have a passport growing up. Like right. I, I, I stayed where I lived. And right. so the military offered me opportunity. So like the word I would explain to people is you have to understand opportunity. Right. If somebody gives you an opportunity training, they pay for medical school, they pay for, for business school. Right. Uh, they gave me opportunity to, to, to fly jets, something that I never would do. So for me, it was opportunity. Now there's sacrifice that came with that. I deployed five times. Right. But it depends on where you're coming from. Right. If you're looking for opportunity, you're looking to go up. It's it's a it's a feasible option for some folks. You know, it's really interesting. I, I'm fortunate because I oversee the marketing for the Air National Guard mm-hmm. in all 50 states and three territories in Washington D.C. And it's of all the things I've done in my life, it is the most um, 
proud moment because I feel for the first time, you know, I've been successful in entertainment as an entrepreneur, but actually I'm doing something for the country. I'm yeah. protecting not only my family, but people I don't know, and I'm protecting the country with my skill set. Right. And that is to get the best available recruits to join the Air National Guard or retain them into the Air National Guard. Mm-hmm. When I, you know, like this past weekend, um, the uh, National Football League made a big deal. You get a lot of returning veterans uh, 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 you know, surprising their family members. Yeah. So when you when you see that, where do you stand emotionally in all of that? Um, it's it's a. Uh Service is service. So, you know, one of the core values of the Air Force is service before self. And so understanding that there's a rank and file structure right. um, and you you are there to serve. You have a commanding officer. There's there's some service for you to do. Right. And being able to put your own personal needs or cares on the back burner is, is just ingrained in what you do. Right. Um, and so when I see things like that, it just makes me I, I don't know. It's it's it's. It's an emotional time right. because you leave your family right. and you're gone for a long time. Right. You go into harm's way. People all, people all scared and texting you. You okay? <laughs> Everything all right? You know? Right, and right, and uh, right. I'm like, yeah, I'm cool. Right. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? I'll, mm-hmm. I'll be back. Right, you know? right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a roller coaster. I mean, you're excited when you're there because you're trained. You know right. what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's sad. You, you leave your family. It's, it's an emotional. I know you, know, you say that. Now, my young, my youngest brother, he was in Iraqi. And then there was, when they was dropping the, you know, the, 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 the poison bombs. Yeah. And, um, so I was worried, you know, so, and the communication was none. Right. So, so it really, you know, that, that, that moment in my life with him has always stuck with me. Yeah. You know, and I always respect. And, and but, but the thing about, I'm going to say you guys, mm-hmm. because it's such a natural part of your life that you don't realize sometimes what uh, the power of uh, love mm-hmm. and respect that you have from everyday people. You I know, appreciate I, that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing. I really can't tell you how excited I am when I meet an individual like you that tells me why I'm doing money-making conversation. Adele, my program director, one of the big inspirations for why I am who I am right now. You know, because sometimes I didn't look at myself and saw the value of my next level in my life. You got to have the people. My next conversation with you is who you surround yourself that push you forward. Who are your right. cheerleaders that champion you to the next goal in life, man? Because, uh, you know, uh, I, you're a special dude. And, uh, and we're going to create this relationship and, uh, definitely going to have you back on the show after I read this book. Yes. And, uh, we're going to, we're going to keep winning. But more importantly, you be who you are because you're doing things I could not do. And that's a blessing. Appreciate that. I appreciate you having me on. It's been a blessing. We'll be right back with more from Rashawn McDonald and Money Making Conversations. Don't touch that dial. Yeah, we sort of stopped paying attention and racked up a lot of debt. Yeah, it was stressful. He blamed me for my credit card debt, and I blamed him for building that man cave. It's awesome. (laughs) Anyway, we stopped blaming each other, did our homework, and read that a smart way to consolidate debt is to get a fixed-rate loan. But getting a loan was brutal. And a time drain. So I was in my man cave researching personal loans, and I found Best Egg. They have an A-plus rating with the BBB, and Best Egg handles everything online, start to finish. And Consumer Affairs gave Best Egg five stars for their easy online loan app. And we could be approved and funded in as little as one business day. 
I applied online with no impact to my credit score. <laughs> she always takes credit for my wins. <laughs> but long story short, she got an awesome loan, yep. paid off our cards and some bills while lowering our monthly payment. The Best Egg loan was like a total fresh start. Yeah. Visit bestegg.com slash blue. Bestegg.com slash blue. Subject to credit approval. Actual rates, fees, and approval times will vary. You're watching the game when the doorbell rings and the delivery guy surprises you with a bucket of hot wings and a couple micro brews. Yeah, that's the feeling women get when they receive flowers for absolutely no reason. So when's the last time you sent her flowers? Just because you were thinking of her. And if she got your flowers tomorrow, what do you think her reaction might be? Well, you can times 10 that when you send flowers from the Books. You know the Books? We're the flower folks with farms located on the side of a volcano that grow flowers as spectacular as she is. Books are cut from farms and delivered fresh to her, so they last. And you know every day she admires your flowers is another day you're a rock star. So send her Just Because flowers from the Books with next day delivery. Yep, next day. And get ready to be the most thoughtful man on earth. Go to books.com and enter HERO for your Thoughtful Guide 20% discount. Yeah, 20% off at B-O-U-Q-S dot com and enter HERO, books.com. Money Making Conversations continues online at www.moneymakingconversations.com and follow Money Making Conversations on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time you stop thinking about your dreams and put some plans into action. Hey, this is Tasha Evans, and I love to eat at great restaurants. And more than that, I love great desserts. So does Rashawn McDonald. Check out his new website. That's www.rashawnmcdonald.com. That's R-U-S-H-I-O-N, and McDonald is spelled just like the famous restaurant chain. Guys, Rashawn is looking for great bakers for his baker spotlight. He wants to brag on his fans for their incredible baking skills on his social media and website. That can be your mom, friend, co-worker, or relative. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald saying a shout-out to uh, Elizabeth City. Come on now. HBCU bound, doing my thing. Expanding the brand of money making conversation. Isn't that the goal, team? I'm a little team in here, they're cheering. Yeah, yeah. I'm in this booth by myself. I got a crew now. I just roll by myself. I got a, I got a crew now. Rolling with me, money making conversation. My next guest, first time on the show. I get these guests, they come in, I get excited because guess what? I learn things from them. Is a former Wall Street analyst, founder of Empify. Merging of the words empower and modify is an educational based organization created to help both adults and children understand financial literacy. That's a really tricky term there. She is a personal financial coach, financial journalist for Black Enterprise and Essence Magazine and international speaker. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Ashley M. Fox. Hi, how are you? Pretty good, Miss Fox. Where are you all right? Where are you based at right now? I'm in Philadelphia. When you say you are a former Wall Street analyst, what does that mean? Because you know, Wall um, Street so, scares a lot of people, especially minorities, because we don't even understand how you make money <laughs> in the Wall Street world. Break it down a little bit to it, and we're willing to take, that, take the time to understand on Money Making Conversation exactly what did you do and what role do you play in that. Okay, so I went to Howard University, graduated and I decided to work on Wall Street. Um, I have four internships in school, and three of them I worked at Wall Street Investment Banks. So, and I lived in New York, too, this summer. So that's when I realized I wanted to work on Wall Street. They paid really great money. Um, and so ideally, I actually just wanted to work on Wall Street because you got one of the highest paying jobs out of school. Mm-hmm. And so as an analyst, I worked in asset management. And so what I did was work with a team of people 
who helped manage the money for clients who made $25 million or more. So I saw everything, where they lived, where they traveled, what they invested in, how much they didn't pay in taxes. Pretty much if you have $25 million or more, um, you don't need a financial advisor. You need an asset manager. And so whether it was helping them with their trust in the states, whether it was getting a mortgage on their vacation home in Napa or in the, somewhere in Florida, wherever it is, or in the Hamptons, um, or just helping them invest to build that generational wealth to pass it down to their children, um, we were there to provide them with the tools and resources to help them sustain their wealth so they didn't lose it. Now, here's the crazy part about that statement. You said $25 million or more, correct? And yes. you, you said that number like it's a lot of them. It is. <laughs> it's a whole different <laughs> world. It's no, a, it's it, a, and it was interesting, though. A lot, of the, a lot of people don't realize that a lot of the things that we use every day, from the cars that we drive to the clothes that we wear to the football teams we watch, um, interestingly enough, a lot of wealthy people who own football teams, that is not their general source of income. That's actually just something they did. Um, because it was fun to do. Most NFL owners, basketball, NBA team owners, that is not how they got their wealth. They essentially, that is just something to do with their money, um, and they may just have some sort of joy around sports, but they did not build their wealth, the majority of them buying a sports team. That is just something extra that they do because they have so much money. Um, but it is, it's a completely different world out there. And so the owners and CEOs of these companies that we don't even know exist, mm-hmm. um, they ideally were our clients. Now, so you're Howard University, and you said, mm-hmm. you, you said casually, I wanted to work on Wall Street. <laughs> yeah. And then you wind up working on Wall Street. How, do, how does the want and the actual accomplishment happen? Um, I think to be, and again, when I was in high school, I wanted to look nice and make a lot of money. I never had visions of running a business. I never was one of those students who said I wanted to be my own boss. I always envisioned myself as an African-American working on Wall Street, something prestigious, something high-paced, competitive. And I knew that in order to get there, I was competing with the Harvards and the Yales of the world. Mm -hmm. And so if they were looking for prestigious black individuals, they were coming to Howard University. And so at Howard, all of these companies will come to recruit. So I got exposed to the opportunities that these companies had available for the students. And when I got my first internship, and, and this is interestingly enough, my first internship on Wall Street, I don't know what they pay now, but I know I made $10,000 in the summertime. And so mm-hmm. I was 19 years old making a bunch of money, um, and I was like, I like this. I like the feeling. I like the people. I like the environment. I absolutely love New York City. And so whatever I had to do to be in that position mm-hmm. post-graduation, I did what I needed to do to work on Wall Street. But Howard University played a very big role in exposing me to these companies, to these opportunities to see, hey, that it is actually possible for me to go and have a career on Wall Street in New York City. Cool. Now, with that being said, you're, uh, you know, you're having success on Wall Street as an analyst, seeing a lot of people with this generational money, these uh, accounts. What what was running through your mind when you're around something that you, you see success, but are you really a part of the success? Um, so a couple of thoughts ran through my mind. I was enamored it was exciting like i i just i saw every single thing every dollar you spent every i saw everything um but after i would say eight or nine months i got more joy and had the desire to pick their brain on how they got their money Mm -hmm. not teach them how to keep it Mm -hmm. but the only issue was that when i would go back home to philadelphia people thought i was rich 
So because I was making six figures because I traveled, I wore nice clothes, people thought I had money. Mm-hmm. And I realized that there was a big disconnect to how our community saw wealth and what wealth really was and how they thought, how they operated, how they taught their kids, what they read. It's a completely different lifestyle that we are oblivious to. Um, and I think we shouldn't have to come from money for us to learn about it. I, I, you, don't, you shouldn't have to choose a career on Wall Street to then see how wealthy people operate, manage, and invest their money. So, um, I think it's something that we use every day, so why isn't it given to us and taught to us every day? And so that's why you created the, uh, the you've combined Empower and Modify and created an educational-based organization and created to help adults, that's me, and our children mm-hmm. to understand financial mm-hmm. literacy. What is financial literacy? Um, so, so the reason I made that word up is because I think Oh, we know you made money. it up now. We know that. Now. <laughs> <laughs> but I was trying to figure out. I was trying to figure out who I was and what did I what I wanted to give to the world. And I was a teacher. I was a psychologist. I was a shoulder to cry on. I was a career counselor. I was a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And it's like okay, but the feeling that I embed in the hearts and minds of people is not just about money. It's about the shifting of the mind because I feel like if your mind is right, your bank account will be right. Mm-hmm. When you think of wealth, you think of longevity. When you think of rich, you think of a lot of money right now. Wealth is having a lot of money forever. And that is one of the core differences that I saw with our clients. They were worrying about giving money to their kids' kids' kids just so they didn't have to pay taxes on the money, whereas the majority of people in our community are actually waiting for a tax refund, not realizing that wealthy people don't get tax refunds. They're trying to avoid paying taxes in any way possible and to sustain and keep their wealth to pass it on generation after generation. And so for me, it was like, okay, how can I build this concept and shift our mindset? Because everything I teach people, whether you're an adult or a child, you can Google it. Like what a stock is, you can Google those things. There's a mental barrier that stops us from implementing the things that we have access to and the things that we see. And for me, amplifies the shifting of the mind. So essentially, I give you the education, but I also give you the inspiration to embed in you that you are worthy enough to receive this information, that you are able to do this, that you can invest, so now you're empowered. You got educated, you're empowered, and what that ultimately does, it creates a shift in the mind because now you have the information, now you have the inspiration, now you say, hey, I can do this. I believe in myself enough, and I, you know, and this can be done, which is where the modify and the transition comes of who we are as a people. So financial education, I mean, that's just getting educated around money, but again, financial education, you can Google and not even have a person present. The problem is that we don't take this information and feel that we are worthy enough of becoming wealthy because we are not surrounded by it every single wow. day. Now, let's talk about ways to invest and how to start. That's a big controversy. In, uh, in, and you see the stock market, you know, you see Donald Trump talking about the stock market. If he, if he walk away from the presidency, the stock market is going to crash. How do you invest and how do you start? And is starting in the stock market the key to starting? Um, well, if you get down to the root of every type of investment, pretty much every type of investment, it is all rooted and connected to the stock market one way, shape, or form. Right. What most people don't know is those retirement plans, those pensions, the hospitals you go to, they all take their money and it's being invested somewhere. Right. Um, so I, people, one, need to realize that saving is not going to build you wealth investing will. Saving will keep your money safe, but it is not going to increase your net worth by any means. Right. And I think we have this mindset of, I have to have money, I have to keep money, I have to save money. That's a fear-driven mentality, mm-hmm. and that's coming from a place of lack. So if all you're focusing on is fear, all you're going to attract is all the things that you are scared of. 
When it comes to investing, the easiest way um, I always tell people is to buy what you know. Once you understand the core of the stock market, which ideally is just a piece of ownership of a company, you essentially are investing small pieces of your money in large businesses. And so the easiest way to start is to buy what you know. Right. One of the exercises I often do with my students and with adults is make a list of everything you spend your time or money on. Mm-hmm. So from the water you drink, the car you drive, mm-hmm. the food you eat, the clothes you wear, the social media apps you use, the phone mm-hmm. you use, your cable company, all of these companies are making money off of your consumption. Mm-hmm. And especially specifically in the black community, we have a $1.3 trillion buying power, mm-hmm. which means that after all of our bills are paid, there's $1.3 trillion being given to some company because we are always a consumer. And so as opposed to giving our money away, sit and think about how much does it cost to own a piece of this company because a lot of the large companies that we utilize every day are publicly traded companies and you are able to buy stock. So, for instance, Apple. It costs more to own the new Apple iPhone than it does to own a piece of Apple as an entire company. And a, a lot of the, a lot of the, the, the beverages that we drink, just we, you have no idea. Everything you touch and feel and consume is a company. Someone is making money from the chair you're sitting on. Somebody made that chair, and someone bought that chair because they knew you were going to sit on it. Because you are using that chair, that company makes money. We need to have a proactive mindset on, should I, can I go invest in this company? And if you're loyal to the brand on a consistent basis, they are consistently getting your consumption, your money, or your time. And I think what wealthy people value is ownership versus spending. In the black community, most specifically, we want to look good. We want to feel good because deep down inside, we don't always feel like we are good. Not realizing that these Fortune 500 companies are, are here because of what we spend our time and money on. Not saying that it's bad to spend, but if you can't buy it twice, you can't afford it. If you can't invest it twice, you shouldn't be buying it. And so in this case, it's not just buy the product, it's also own stock in the company that makes the products that we are always using as people. Ms. Fox, you too smart. I'm telling you, I'm telling you something. <laughs> I'm a smart guy now. I'm going to tell you something. Your boy on the phone talking to you, pretty smart now. And uh, you pretty, you, you, I'm going to tell you something. I always like, I always tell people when, they, when they're smarter than me, I got to applaud them. Girl, you got it going on. And they, but your logic, you. but your logic, because I've heard all these things. And it's now, do you, uh, I know we're running out of time on it quick. Do you manage a, a fund? No, I do not. I, I purely am education. I don't you want to. Should. You should manage your fund. I want, <laughs> you should manage. I'm just telling you, you know what I'm talking about. You should, you should start your own fund. And guess who will be the first one following you in? Rashawn McDonald, <laughs> he's following you in deep. I'm just telling you, you know that's where the money at. So you need to consider that we, because you are special, young lady. You are special. You got because your articulation, your your. I mean, you don't stutter when you talk. That's key. When you when when people, you don't want nobody to stutter when they talk about your money. You want clarity. You know, she ain't, she don't break stride. She just be rolling. Do this, do this. My iPhone because you can buy stock because it's cheaper than iPhone. I go, that's true. Stock, Apple stock one twenty nine iPhone, $800. I could have like six shares, six shares of iPhone. Stop. So good. But we got to go, Miss Fox. Uh, you know you're coming back on the show. You know that, right? <laughs> yes. All right. You stay strong. You keep winning. This is Rashawn McDonald and Miss Ashley M. Fox. We'll be right back with more from Rashawn McDonald and Money Making Conversations. Don't touch that dial. Yeah, we sort of stopped paying attention and racked up a lot of debt. Yeah. 
It was stressful. He blamed me for my credit card debt, and I blamed him for building that man cave. It's awesome. <laughs> anyway, we stopped blaming each other, did our homework, and read that a smart way to consolidate debt is to get a fixed-rate loan. But getting a loan was brutal. And a time drain. So I was in my man cave researching personal loans, and I found Best Egg. Yep. They have an A-plus rating with a BBB, and Best Egg handles everything online, start to finish. And Consumer Affairs gave Best Egg five stars for their easy online loan app. And and we could be approved and funded in as little as one business day. I applied online with no impact to my credit score. She always takes credit for my wins. <laughs> but long story short, she got an awesome loan, yeah. paid off our cards and some bills while lowering our monthly payment. The Best Egg loan was like a total fresh start. Yeah. Visit bestegg.com slash blue. Bestegg.com slash blue. Subject to credit approval. Actual rates, fees, and approval times will vary. Watching the game when the doorbell rings and the delivery guy surprises you with a bucket of hot wings and a couple micro brews. Yeah, that's the feeling women get when they receive flowers for absolutely no reason. So when's the last time you sent her flowers? Just because you were thinking of her. And if she got your flowers tomorrow, what do you think her reaction might be? Well, you can times 10 that when you send flowers from the books. You know the books. We're the flower folks, with farms located on the side of a volcano that grow flowers as spectacular as she is. Books are cut from farms and delivered fresh to her, so they last. And you know every day she admires your flowers is another day you're a rock star. So send her Just Because flowers from the Books with next day delivery. Yep, next day. And get ready to be the most thoughtful man on earth. Go to books.com and enter HERO for your thoughtful guide 20% discount. Yeah, 20% off at B-O-U-Q-S dot com and enter hero, books dot com. I'm back, Rashawn McDonald. I'm off, I'm off air, man. Today's show has been amazing. I, I'm just like oh, dazzled by the um, amount of information that I'm learning on the show. So I know it's amazing uh, amount of information that's being consumed by our listeners that are uh, our radio podcast, Sirius XM Channel 141, 142, um, Elizabeth City College, when our first HBCU school at Pulitzer Syndication, and more, more importantly, uh, my Facebook page as well as my followers. My next guest is a real estate mogul. Reality TV star on Bravo's hit show, Million Dollar Listing, New York, and sell it like Sir Hunt. He fell into real estate by accident after giving up his acting career. Because if you look at him, you know, he's a very handsome young man right there, you know. He made just over $9,000 in his first year in the business, which is really important. I want to talk about that. That's when usually people quit or somebody tells you you're wasting your time. Ten years later. He leads a team of 60 brokers and averages a billion dollars in sales every year, making him one of the most successful real estate brokers in the world. Not this country, the world. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Ryan Serhant. How are you? Thanks for having me. Uh, so just talk about this acting career. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's, let's go to the heart because really I always tell people, I always go back to the fact that, you know, a skill set that you started in is really a, a blessing now because I, now you're really doing what you you're still doing what you wanted to do anyway. Your TV, your face, your personality. So you're really still doing your career anyway. But you you you're doing it in a different. You actually controlling your career. What I say is that correct? Yeah, as much as possible. I mean, I I, I wanted to be an actor when I was a little kid. It was the only thing I was ever good at. My parents made me play every single sport known to man, and I sucked at all of them. 
Um, and I came to New York <laughs> well, City. What was your worst sport, college. Ryan? Ryan, what was your worst sport? Now you know you say you were, you was bad uh, at all of them. It's one sport that you know you had no business being on the field. Football for sure. This no one, business this being there whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one. Also baseball. Also basketball. Also lacrosse. I mean, I played squash. I played everything. It was just terrible. Squash. Come on now. Squash now. Come on now. I love it. So, so you, you, so where are you? So where were you born and where are you based at right now? I was born in Houston, Texas. Okay, now stop right there. Now stop right there. Now I'm from Houston, Texas. Now. Born and raised oh, in right. Houston, Texas, Ryan. So, so what part of Houston were you born and raised in? Born in a little town called Kingswood. I know exactly. That's not a little uh, town. That's a, that's a big, 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 nice living town. You, you throwing out. All right. Exactly compared, to, compared to New York City, it's a nice little town. <laughs> yeah, compared to Fifth Ward, Texas, where I was born. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a big town. Gotcha. Yeah, absolutely. And so, uh, and what yeah, brought you born, to New York? Uh, I was born. Um, what brought me to New York? I, I graduated college in yes, 2006. Sir. Yes, sir. And I said to myself, you know what? I, I don't want to do what everyone else is doing. Just go get a job and live my life. I, I've always had this passion for theater and for acting. It's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I've worked every summer, you know, through high school and college. I've saved up some money. Yes, um, I'm going to go to New York and mm-hmm. I'm going to try this acting thing because if I don't try it now, I will regret it for the rest of my life. True. And I don't want to be. 50 and have a midlife crisis and then try to act with a family and kids and all that. So I gave myself two years and that's what brought me to New York city. Okay, cool. And when you went up to New York, I, I just want to talk about your life. I got, I got you on the air here and I'm money making conversation. I always like to tell people about the journey because they only, they see the end results. They see you on TV. They see, they hear the credits that I'm putting there, but it's that journey, you know, the ups and downs that, that, that that's made you here. Like I said, you went to New York. So, when you go to New York, there's a lot of doubters, a lot of people, because the odds of success, uh, you know, they say, they say, if you make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. That's the big statement Correct. in entertainment. So you had New York, you had L.A. Why did you choose New York over Los Angeles? Because I really grew up outside Boston, and I went to college in upstate New York. So, mm-hmm. like, I was, it was closer to family. Mm-hmm. At least I knew some people. I had mm-hmm. two friends from college who were moving to New York City with real jobs so I could mm-hmm. live with them. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know anyone in L.A. And my training really and my, my interest was in theater to start. And, you know, you don't go to L.A. for theater, really. You go to L.A. for, for TVs and for movies and all that, which who knows what my life would have been like had I done that. But New York was a good place for me to be because it's also you have lots of other, other opportunities. I mean, everyone you bump into on the street in New York City does something completely different from a place that is completely different. In L.A., a lot of people are there for the same industry. You know, it's an industry town. New York City is a success. Town. Right. It is a. Right. It is an intellectual town, and that's what got me into real estate. Was just because the opportunity was there, and it was next door. You know, otherwise, I probably never would have done it. Right now, I know as a, as an actor, I was a former stand-up comedian, so I know that you know the key is to be able to generate income while you're pursuing your career. And so I, I, I yes. assume that you know either you're part-time at a, a, a hotel waiter or a restaurant, so you can get off and be able to do these auditions. So I'm assuming that's how you got in real estate, right? Because it gave you your flex uh, time, or am I wrong? Right. No, 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 you're right. I, I was lucky enough to not have to have one of those, quote-unquote, survival jobs yes, for, mm-hmm. you know, for, for about two years, right? Mm-hmm. A year and a half, let's say. Mm-hmm. But the summer of 2008, so two years after I moved to New York, um, I, I basically just ran out of money, and it was either move home to Colorado, my parents had moved to Colorado by that time, or 
get a survival job. And I didn't want to wait tables or bartend or do temp work. Cause I just, I knew too many people that were a lot older than me mm-hmm. that had those survival jobs and mm-hmm. those became their job jobs right. and they were doing that full time. Right. Right. And so I didn't want, I didn't want that to happen. So a friend of mine said, listen, get your real estate license. It's the same thing. You meet new people every day. It's all an improv, memorize information about buildings. It's the same way you memorize scripts for right. acting and you make your own hours. You make your own time. If you don't want to show apartments today, you don't have to, no one's going to fire you. Right. You kind of, you get what you put into it. How does social media play a role in your career? Social media. Um, I listen. It is it is the only way that I know how to passively make friends. Mm-hmm. Social media is as long as you consistently post your social, honestly, right? Social media meaning you engage with people in the comment section. You're commenting on other people's stuff. So many people on social media are just so unsocial. They post and then they leave it alone. They scroll through other people's things, but they don't like, they don't comment, they don't engage. It's there as a, it's passive friendship. You can say hi to hundreds of thousands of people all day, every day. Go on the explore page on Instagram, find new people, say hello, meet new people. You can't do that every day when you're at work, when you're picking up your kids. So it's an amazing place to, to meet passive friends and save so much time. And then after they've gotten to know me with one post about my wife, one post about my workout this right. morning, mm-hmm. then I hit them with what I do. Here's right. a building I just put mm-hmm. on the market. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Here's, here's something I just put on the market for rent. Here's this, here's that. And then tomorrow, back, look at this cute puppy I just found. Right? Like, it's, it's personal, personal business. Personal, personal business. and gets to know people that you don't even have to be in front of. Right? They don't even have to be in your same country. You know, an interesting thing about your book is that because – you know, it feels like it's a book that when one reads about you know, a real estate mogul, you know, they automatically think it's a book about sale. It should be for people who want to sell, but it's not yeah. about it's a, it's a book about uh, improvisations, uh, being smarter, building confidence, overcoming fears. Because you talk about your life, and I always like to slow down special people like you, because Ryan, you're special. Okay, you you're doing things that 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 are very unique because of the fact that you're a celebrated talent and you're doing it at a very young age. And I, I, yeah. I feel, I feel fortunate to talk to you. So when you tell about your book, first of all, where can they get your book? And also, um, are you, are you going on a tour to promote your book? What's happening with that? Uh, I just actually wrapped up the tour. The book is called sell it like Sir Hans. Sir Hans yes, sir. my last name. Absolutely. Um, yeah. How to earn more, sell more. And, um, it's, it's awesome. I honestly think it's the best sales book ever written, but you're right. It's, it's, it's for salespeople today who work in sales, real estate yes, brokers, shoe salespeople, tire salespeople. It's also for people that sell something on the internet, right? Who flip things on eBay, who work on Facebook, who maybe have a job all day long or go to school and you want to learn how to sell, make some little extra spending cash to pay down student debt or your mortgage or any other bills. I go through all of that. So it's how to build a sales career if that's what you want to do, but it's also how to sell as a side hustle. And at the end of the day, it's how to be a more confident person, how to be more of you out there every single day because life is all about yes, right? It's the power of relationships. It's that excitement that you wake up with every single day because every day is a race. You just don't know what type of race you're going to run, and you might as well be as prepared as possible. I'm Jason Ryan. I'm starting in 2019. I have, I'm putting together an influencer tour. 
I'm gonna send an invite to awesome. you. You know I'm gonna pay you. You know I can't can't ask right, a man who did a billion dollars a year in the revenue not to do some do something for free. But my man, I want to thank you for coming on my show. This is money making conversation. You're powerful man, and you're Houstonian. Okay, you Kingwood, thank I'm you. Fifth Ward, Texas. So we we brothers. Okay, and you're living <laughs> in my favorite city. And tell your wife hi and keep winning and keep looking good on TV. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Money making conversation. Keep winning. Yeah, we sort of stopped paying attention and racked up a lot of debt. Yeah, it was stressful. He blamed me for my credit card debt, and I blamed him for building that man cave. It's awesome. <laughs> anyway, we stopped blaming each other, did our homework, and read that a smart way to consolidate debt is to get a fixed-rate loan. But getting a loan was brutal. And a time drain. So I was in my man cave researching personal loans, and I found Best Egg. Yep. They have an A-plus rating with a BBB, and Best Egg handles everything online, start to finish. And consolidate. Consumer Affairs gave Best Egg five stars for their easy online loan app. And we could be approved and funded in as little as one business day. I applied online with no impact to my credit score. She always takes credit for my wins. <laughs> but long story short, she got an awesome loan, yep. paid off our cards and some bills while lowering our monthly payment. The Best Egg loan was like a total fresh start. Yeah. Visit bestegg.com slash blue bestegg.com slash blue subject to credit approval actual rates fees and approval times will vary you're watching the game when the doorbell rings and the delivery guy surprises you with a bucket of hot wings and a couple micro brews yeah that's the feeling women get when they receive flowers for absolutely no reason so when's the last time you sent her flowers just because you were thinking of her and if she got your flowers tomorrow what do you think her reaction might be well, you can times 10 that when you send flowers from the Books. You know the Books? We're the flower folks with farms located on the side of a volcano that grow flowers as spectacular as she is. Books are cut from farms and delivered fresh to her, so they last. And you know every day she admires your flowers is another day you're a rock star. So send her just because flowers from the Books with next day delivery. Yep, next day. And get ready to be the most thoughtful man on earth. Go to books.com and enter HERO for your Thoughtful Guide 20% discount. Yeah, 20% off at B-O-U-Q-S.com and enter HERO, books.com. Money Making Conversations continues online at www.moneymakingconversations.com.
Money-Making Conversations continues online at www.moneymakingconversations.com. And follow Money-Making Conversations on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time you stop thinking about your dreams and put some plans into action. Hey, this is Tasha Evans, and I love to eat at great restaurants. And more than that, I love great desserts. So does Rashawn McDonald. Check out his new website. That's www.rashawnmcdonald.com. That's R-U-S-H-I-O-N, and McDonald is spelled just like the famous restaurant chain. Guys, Rashawn is looking for great bakers for his baker spotlight. He wants to brag on his fans for their incredible baking skills on his social media and website. That can be your mom, friend, coworker, or relatives. Money Making Conversations continues online at www.moneymakingconversations.com. You need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start off at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet with no dangling wires or stems. And of course, they don't just look great. They sound great, too. And they're perfect for listening to all your favorite iHeartRadio podcasts on the go. So go to buyraycon.com slash iHeart to get 20% off your order. That's buyraycon.com slash iHeart for 20% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time. Buy Raycon.com slash iHeart.